Welcome back to Charot's Life. Jody Quinlan joins us. Jody, firstly, how are you? Whereabouts are you today? Uh, I'm at home on the farm, just cutting inside to try and beat the heat. Yeah, that's basically what everyone's told me today when I've asked them that same question. The studio's nice and cool, would you believe? I'm not too keen on getting outside of it, though. No, it's, it's not a nice day out there. It's quite windy, so it's a nice hot wind. So we're up early in the dark to get them all work before trying through this heat. Oh, I have no doubt. Now, Tarang Cup. Uh, it's been some good winners of this race. A horse called Sokiola won it in 03 and 05, but you probably prefer a race from 04 that he won. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that being a miracle mile. Glen Ferry Hood, you, you won with Glen Ferry Hood, trained by Armoured Tabor, and I haven't got the in 2016, so it's a race you've had some success in. Yeah, yeah, no, he um, he led he led and ran a merry dance that night, and, um, yeah, he won well. He went terrific. What gate did he draw? Do you remember exactly? I've got uh, it in. I reckon he might have been a bit out of water. I reckon I'm not sure. He was gate seven, would you believe? Yeah, he was wide. He was gate seven. So uh, there's some synergies here. District Attorney, yeah. he's drawn gate seven on Saturday night. You drove this horse basically through his last campaign and you're now training him. Yeah, I've only had the horse um, from Ted and Blake probably oh, just on three weeks, so... Um, yeah, I'm still learning about him and obviously it's a big change for him because um, Ted's had him all his life since a young horse. So he's, he's gone from, you know, a training complex of three or four to a to mm. a bigger show here and um, he's quite territorial. So he's sort of, he's settled in okay and um, that's probably the biggest change for him than anyone really. So what was the idea for the change? Was it to that different environment or a bit more Com- competition no, in track um, work, or no, not at all. Um, Blake and Ted, Ted obviously runs a, a massive building, yeah, um, business, and um, and Blake's a big part of that now, and they've got a hell of a lot on their plate. So uh, Ted asked me to take him just for the time being, and yeah, that's how it sort of all worked out. He he's got some energy, Ted, hasn't he? He's got a lot. I wish I had half the show. <laughs> he certainly does, and he's a very passionate man. And I tell you, Jody, I've been on the bandwagon of this horse for a long, long time. Cruz Bromac was a real late mature. He didn't really mature till he was four and five. And I know they paid in excess of $100,000 for this horse at the yearling sales, and they really have looked after him every step of the way. And I just wonder if the next 12 months is going to be that 12 months he steps up. Well, let's hope so. I mean, look, he's, he's got to step up. Um, this time, it's the first time in Open Cups class. He's never he's never raced in Open Cup class, free-for-all class. So, um, you know, he's he's really got to take the next step here if he's going to um, he's going to be competitive with the good ones. What's the plan for Saturday night? How forward is he? He's a horse we've seen sprint so fast from the back of the field, but we've seen him do it tough from the chair as well. Yeah, no, I wouldn't like to see him in the chair this week. Um, I haven't done a hell of a lot with him. As I say, I've only sort of had him three weeks. I usually don't brace them within sort of four weeks. When I get them, they've got to sort of adjust to my track a bit because um, it's quite heavier sand than what he's sort of used to. But he seems to have taken it all in his stride. Um, he's probably weight's a little lighter than probably Blake and Ted had him. Um, not by a big margin, but he certainly looks like he's probably had a run. But... Um, he's only he's only had a very quiet trial 
the other day at Backmarsh and that was only the qualifying from the stand. I gave him a good hit out the Saturday prior here and I was happy the way he worked. So he's going to need the run. There's, there's no two ways about that. He, he's not race fit. And I just had a look and I don't think he's raced since October last year. So, you know, it's a big ask. Nearly on four months that he hasn't raced for. So, look, I'll be happy if he goes there and he does everything how we want him to and he runs on well. Um, that's probably where I'm looking more towards him doing this time around, if he runs on good and runs a good race, I'll be very happy. The Tasmanian Cup's a stand start. Is that why he's qualifying from a stand? Yeah, that that was my idea of qualifying him from a stand. Um, they said he can be a bit, you know, Harry McClare, he, 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 was, he can be a bit dangerous and things like that, but he's been well behaved since I've had him. Um, might be the calm before the storm, so I don't know. But yeah. I took him to the trials and um, he stepped away nice and I just sort of thought, $150,000 race, the Tasmanian Pacing Championship. So, look, it's it's pencilled in whether he'll go or not, you know, relies on quite a few things. Obviously, the transport and obviously how he goes at, at Tarangi will want to go well to consider yeah. taking him over there. And the other issue with him is he'd have to have sort of three runs in just over three weeks. And when you look through his record, his lifetime record, he's only ever really had two runs in one month. So yeah. a lot's going to depend on a few variables, really. Um, how he goes will be the key variable Saturday night and how he pulls up will be the next important step as to whether he goes or not. Yeah, but as I say, I think he's ready for that year, if that makes sense. Like, he's got to have a real crack at some stage and it just feels like it's going to be that next 12 months. So I, I do hope he goes to Tassie and I'd love to see him in that race. I think, yeah, that fits really well. Obviously, you do too, if, if all goes well. Yeah, it's been a bit unfortunate, the timing of it, getting him in that, because I've missed races that I would have liked to have had him in. I would have liked, ideally to have had run him in the Mercury. Um, oh, yeah. And he had to be scratched out of that. He had a virus. So he, he sort of... In the four months that he hasn't raced for, he, he's had a few hiccups, which I'm getting him on the back of. Um, so mm. hopefully he seems to be well in himself. He seems happy. He's eating terrific and those sorts of things. So I've always had a great opinion of the horse. I really liked him the first time I ever drove him. And I, I said to Ted, look after this horse because I think he's the makings of a really nice horse. And I still think he is. He, he's just, you know, when you get on nice horses and you sit behind and it doesn't matter whether they're going 325 or 3.5, they give you a nice feel. And he's always done that. And I've always sort of thought that he could be a horse of the future. So I hope he can be. Uh, to answer that question, no, I don't know what they feel like. Uh, it's 14 years since I sat behind one and uh, I barely had my eyes open the whole time, Joe. It's just not my thing. <laughs> uh, well, best of luck on Saturday night uh, in the Terrain Cup. I'd, obviously, it's not the main target of this campaign, but hopefully uh, he runs a really good race and he comes out of it really well. And, yeah, I'd love to see him down in Tasmania. That ex- That sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, well, let's hope all goes to plan and we can head that way. Otherwise, we'll um, just reassess and let the horse tell us where when he's ready and where he'll go. Very good. Yeah, if you do anything wrong by him, you'll have you in court, District Attorney. Good on you, Joe. Thank you very much. Thanks. <laughs> There's Jody Quinlan.